we're back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's the Donna yeah. and Steve experience. Tell your friends. <laughs> I don't know. I just, it felt, yeah. I, I just felt Let right know. in the minute. It's word okay. of mouth. It's right. grassroots. People love that. Uh, Christian Slater was just in something I watched. It was that Betty Broderick story thing. Limited series. Don't worry. The ladies know what I'm talking about. Ow! She kills people. Oh. It's, oh, wait. Like her that's, husband. That's the, is that the women, why women kill? Or no? No, but it's kind of similar. You know, yeah. it is one of those stories where Betty Broderick was a woman who ended up killing her husband and his new wife in their bed. And it's a whole thing. Isn't it interesting how <laughs> people, different people have different things that make them afraid? <laughs> yes, because yes, because I'm afraid of ghosts. My sister <laughs> uh, has a very similar palette for you when it comes to television. She looks for, you know, dark, unredeeming things. And she is will watch all of the datelines, all of the first forty eights. Oh yeah, how to Tape kill, why yep. to kill, all yep. that, but won't watch Stranger Things. Because monsters. Just, yeah, I guess. You know, I you know, and here's I can go to bed after watching a slasher movie, but I can't um, if I watch anything that's supernatural, afterlife, yeah. ghosts. Like little girl, dead girls at the end of a hallway, like oh, yeah. singing Ring Around the Rosy. Forget it. I'm up all night. I remember I watched the trailer. <laughs> I think it was the trailer for, oh gosh, what was the name of this movie? I'm forgetting it in the moment. In the trailer, it was like surveillance footage in a bedroom. Oh, like paranormal activity type of stuff? It was paranormal no! activity. How, why would you watch that? I would no, never, no, no. ever, ever watch I it. I only watched it because I had to interview the director. And no, I didn't watch the movie. Donna, li- literally all I watched was the trailer. Okay. And it was this like, <sighs> that came through and then the sheet blew pull, up. Yep, and Something like that. And I just remember. That's a common ghost move, by the way, like pulling the sheets down. Nobody's there. How did it happen? Oh. That scares me. Anyway. But real but real life in the flesh killers, serial killers, you'll just sleep like a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why, because I think there's a chance that you can fight back. With a ghost, you don't know. Mm-hmm. You can't see them. There's stuff happening. Your cabinets are opening. I got to be honest. I don't like any of our middle of the night chances. Yeah. You know? good. Uh, well, I sleep with wasp spray at the cabin right on my nightstand. Yeah. And sometimes a knife. And yeah. sometimes I put a door, a, a chair in the door. Even though I have huge security system. Oh, yeah. Plus <laughs> the overnight guard. Well, the That's- guy that we have. <laughs> My, mine is Earl from next door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, it is very funny. This? I don't know. But here? listen, oh, Keanu Reeves. Whatever. Keanu Reeves, another big star, is still one of the coolest guys in Hollywood. We hear all these stories how he uh, you know, gifts his co you know, co-workers, production team, uh amazing, you know, part of his salary. Sometimes he'll give them, you know, a motorcycle. He is, you know, remember we had the story that he's a guy who won't put his arm around women women in right, a picture in because he's he wants to be respectful and doesn't ever want to, yeah. you know, make anyone uncomfortable. Well, he was, he landed in New York City from London on Monday and he was approached by a kid in the baggage claim area. 
And the kid asked for an autograph and, and then he asked him like a million questions like, why were you in London? Do you live in New York? Why are you in New York? And Keanu answered every single question. And then he started asking the kids some questions about his own trip. And the whole thing, I guess, got documented by somebody who was took their phone out and then posted it on Twitter and said, I just thought I would share this because the dude is a class act and little moments like this can make a big difference in people's lives. We need more Keanu's. Isn't that sweet? That is sweet. Makes you know, happy. if that person would have stopped me at the uh, Hudson <laughs> restaurant patio the other day, I would have given a CJ the, all the time he or she needed. Yeah, it would have been. He'd still be there. I know. You'd be like, remember that? Um, you guys are probably you're too young for this, but do you remember the old, um, oh, God, Joe Green? Do you remember the commercial for Coke? Yes, when the he mean Joe around, Green. Mean Joe Green, yeah. and he goes, hey, kid, and throws him the... The jersey yes. in the commercial, Rocco, you'd be like, hey, kid, and throw a lobster claw at him. <laughs> but it'd be the half-eaten, like, flip-flop, <laughs> the lobster flip-flop that his, uh, his, his dog, dog ate. Uh. Yeah, but then the kid's like, I'll put it all back together. Oh, my God, it's so funny. Uh, Tom Cruise could earn up to $90 million from Top Gun Maverick. That's a good payday. Man, yeah. this guy, I mean. And he's 60. He's 60. What How does about he need that? all that money for? You know, I don't know. If you should give to... your kids some money. What are we doing? The ski Get them thing. on the horn. Aunt Donna and Uncle Tom help pay for your ski <laughs> lessons today, guys. Yes. He. Uh, it looks like it's all thanks to uh, technicalities in his contract. So his salary was $12.5 million, plus 10% of Paramount's gross box office total Right now, the movie has earned $1.1 billion, but if it reaches $1.3, then Tom's cut would be around $55 million. Another wow. $55 million? Yes. And then his wow. cut from a DVD release and uh, streaming would have to be factored in, but it's unclear. Golly. It's in a the, good contract. Yeah. At the end of the day, it looks like 80 to 90 total, not That's... an additional, but... Way to go, Tom. No. <laughs> Remember that story the other day about the, uh, the the riot at the Eagles concert during the song Peaceful, Easy Feeling? Yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise was there, I guess, in a box. Oh, was really? Yeah. Really? How about that? There's no, video of him dancing. No, it wasn't it Take It Easy? Oh, Take It Easy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was one of those songs yeah. about you know, Taking It Easy. Something about Easy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Rocco, go down to the bottom there. You uh, see the old yellow down there? We got Tom Hanks. Uh, audio tom hanks and tim allen are kind of trending today on twitter because tom hanks in passing referenced tim allen not being asked to be a part of buzz lightyear and then also gave a little something sort of a uh what tom hanks is happy about with theaters which i experienced a little Uh, bit of yeah you're our theater theater guy listen i was in the movie theater last night uh here is tom hanks talking about tim allen I wanted to go head-to-head with Tim Allen, and they didn't let Tim Allen do it. I don't understand that. Just as long as people come back to the motion picture theater, I want to go back into the theater with a bunch of strangers and leave with something in common. That's a cute way of putting it. I do like that. Motion picture theater. (laughs) He's an old-timey guy. He's not that old. But, you know, sometimes when you're in Hollywood, if you whatever you first learn it as, that's what it is. I'm involved in motion pictures. You hang around enough people who are of a certain age there too probably some old-time directors who say hey tom i want to talk to you about a motion picture or just a picture but hey then, let's get this picture made so he was in elvis uh, of course and he was going head to head against light years so that's why he was referencing i was really oh. hoping to go against tim allen and that's when in passing he said i don't understand why they didn't have him so t- 
Tom Hanks sort of coming to the defense of Tim Allen, saying that they were both like, huh. Poor Chris Evans, though. He's got to be hearing all this and being like, come on, man. I don't think you ever need to say poor Chris Evans. I don't know anything about that guy's career other than he was in Knives Out. He was Captain America. Okay. And so he is the he has experienced the kind of theatrical success, motion picture success, <laughs> that almost no other actors ever have. I mean, there's a handful of them. Well, he's no Chris Pine. I'll just put that out there right now. Thank you. Or Chris Pratt. I love eh. Chris Pratt. Eh. Eh. Chris Pratt's the funniest. Who would you want to have dinner with? You'd want to have dinner with Chris Pratt. Chris Pine, and it would be a candlelight dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to play Mary Date Dump? No. Three yes. Kisses? Yes. All right. Okay, let's fine. see. Uh, oh. I'd marry Chris Pratt. Yeah? Because, yeah, he would be more. He'd be two of you. you I, mean, I love it. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I'll let Lou know. I would dump. I would dump. You're dumping pine. I know you are. I'm dumping pine? I don't need to look at a guy who's that good looking. They're all good looking. Chris Evans is yeah, no slouch. Fine. He looks like a Baldwin brother. If he was in here right now, you'd be slapping your head against the wall. He is extremely good looking in person. Okay. Oh, oh, really? I'm just saying. Remember the time that I told you I interviewed Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth? And then I said, hey, guys, want to take a picture? So we take a picture. I'm in the middle. Yeah. And uh, oh, that's funny. I was blinking. Oh, no. So it's the most perfect way for the Chris Sandwich picture to turn yes. out. Rocco, if you ever want to know about all the time that I hang out with all the Avengers, please let me know, okay? Okay, cool. Thanks okay, so much. Wait, In the meantime, wait, we have wait, to go. Wait, wait, no, Sorry. No, no. Yeah, Drop something. Well, yeah, all I'm right. Superhero we got to go. I, did I just drop an Avenger? Uh, we got a couple of studies. I have a workout study for you. Not for you, but oh. just because you like working out. I have a study, and it has to do with, you know, uh, working out this way is just as good as doing it the way you're doing it, okay? And why men should uh, do this while riding bikes. I'll tell you what this mm. is, according to a new study, when we come right back on my talk. Hey, guys. It's Stevie Boy for Chan Hassan Dinner at Theaters. Donna, stay out of this. Sorry. I, although Donna and I have been to Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters together multiple times. All sorts of entertainment awaits you all summer long on the main stage. Footloose, of course, based on the hit movie from the 80s. Uh, it's there. Toe-tapping choreography all throughout the songs that you know and love. It all comes to life right there in living color on stage at Chan Asin Dinner Theaters. They just extended the run. It's going to be on stage until the first week of February. So you can get your tickets now, especially if you're planning to go over the holidays. You can beat that holiday rush. They also have a great concert series going on all summer long. Fill your summer up with music. Uh, coming up this Friday, July 8th, an evening of Emmy Lou Harris. You can get your tickets there. Then the music of Gladys Knight on Saturday, July 9th. ChanAssonDT.com for tickets. That's where you get your tickets for Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret Improv Comedy based on audience suggestions. ChanAssonDT.com Step into Yetzer's Uh-oh, I'm getting close to having no headphones just like you, Steve. Hey, but you just ordered some. I did just order some. 100 bucks. Thank you. Whoa, you need to see? get some good... You need to invest in good headphones. Oh, I hoping it might be okay. a little headphone oh. fairy oh, coming my way. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies the perfect nerd couple Donna and Steve. Alright, I'm going to start with this because there's a lot of testosterone around here today. 
was talking, clanging and banging during the break, you know, and people people have been noticing, Donna, the transformation. You know what I mean? Donna. Okay, yeah, you look great, Steve. You do. Congratulations. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, you know, a, a great form of exercise is bike riding. Okay, you could work on your summer physique. Um, You know, and gas prices are insane, so there's, you know, a plus there, too. The weather is somewhat nice. Uh, The only downside is you're destroying your privates. According to a new study in sports medicine, ever heard of it? (laughs) The seat of a bicycle could ruin uh, men's reproductive organs, leading to possible... mm, you know, yeah, I understand. Ed and More. nerve damage. So scientists say male bicyclists should consider standing on the pedals every ten minutes. So every ten minutes, just get up while you're oh. riding. Stand and pedal. You could invest in a no nose bicycle seat, which doesn't have the narrow portion that can put pressure. Yes. Um, one study found that 91% of male cyclists experience saddle soreness. <sighs> you got to wear those, those shorts, right? With the padding in them. I suppose. I don't think that that would do it for that might help your butt. Couple things. First of all, for any bike seat manufacturers out there, we all just need a bench. Make it a bench gel seat. Cause even the bench sheets gel. that they try to make that are normal bicycle seat shaped yeah you can put all the gel you want in it but if half of my butt is hanging off of each side or if it feels like i'm getting some sort of a you know first level colonoscopy like it feels like it's (laughs) inside of you it's just i just they just need to do better with bike seats full stop they need to reinvent the bike seat and honest to goodness it should be more bench ish hey sharks Hey, Sharks, we're Don and Steve, formerly of the Don and Steve Show. You might remember us from various scandals that landed us out of work, but that got us thinking. <laughs> Start something like that. I like it. Yeah, we need we need gel. We need gel. And uh, the just the front, the front part of it is bad. You need to all, you just have to be very careful on bikes. There you go. Thank you. I don't know if the standing, I don't know if it's going to do it or not. Well, I mean, it. In the interim, before your invention gets patented and patented. Didn't they used and, to say that briefs were bad, too? They lowered sperm count and, and you should wear And hot tubs boxers. are supposed to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. You're welcome, guys. No, Donna, we thank you. I do it as a public service. All right. I have another study. Uh, here's the deal. The biggest problem with exercising is that people always say, oh, I've got to find time to do it. Um, well, that... And working out is not as fun as watching a show on Netflix for yeah. several hours. Yeah, but anyway, according to a new study, exercising on weekends can boost your health just as much as working out every day. Hmm. Experts recommend at least 150 minutes of moderate exercise or 75 minutes of vigorous exercise for 18 to 64-year-olds every week. That is the benchmark to being an active adult, okay? Okay. Active adults are less likely to die from things like cardiovascular disease and cancer and diabetes and other things compared to couch potatoes. Hmm. You could hit those targets with a brisk 30-minute walk five days a week or a more intense hour and 15-minute jog once a week. 
there wasn't a, that big of a difference in the health of these people who just mm. crammed it into a weekend versus people doing a little bit every day. Yeah. So there you go. I only do three days a week, like every other day. That's what I'm going to do. sort of the rhythm. <laughs> Legally, I'm not even allowed to comment right now. That's right. You're not. Can I go ahead? speak my piece about brisk walking? Yeah. You look dumb, but, you know, it works. I think it's one of the worst things out there. I'm not saying there's not a health benefit. I'm sure there's a health benefit. But I think at this point, the old saying, you got to pee or get off the pot, let's either run or let's take a walk. But if you're brisk walk, like a walk around your neighborhood after dinner, so nice, right? It's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just the, the fresh air, the sounds of summer, whatever. It's, it's nice. A brisk walk, though, is you're almost doing something relaxing, but you're making it suck because of the pace. Well, you could look at bike riding that way, too. Not everybody's speed riding when they go biking. Yeah. You might be at a leisurely pace looking at houses in your neighborhood. But but brisk walking gets you out of breath. It's annoying enough. Like, if you're a normal walker, you're like, look at these people. Look at these brisk walkers here. we got brisk walkers coming up on our right. And then if you're walking with somebody and they're walking too fast, you're like, I thought we were just going to take a walk around the neighborhood. I didn't know that we were trying well, you to like, be on the same the... page. No, you just have to, you either slow walk or you run. Or you do intervals, which is what I do. When I walk around the lake, I'll walk and then I'll run for two minutes and then I'll walk again and I'll wait a little while and then I'll run for two minutes. Now you said to me earlier off air that I strike you as someone who doesn't look good running. <laughs> that was what you said. I said, you probably look real dumb running, but you also don't do any cardio. This is a guy who's preaching, like, work out, work out, work out. You do nothing for your heart. No. The, well, it's all weight, vanity. No, reason. weight training helps your heart, too. Okay. Sorry I blew up, guys. You know, hey, we don't need a millennial to call. We have a millennial here. Uh, we need a Gen Xer. We need a or Gen a Xer. So if you're a brisk walker... Give us a call, 651-641-1071. Millennial X Games, everybody can play along. That's next on My Talk. Millennial X Games. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We uh, have DJ Rock Lobster in the house. Are you okay over there, Rocco? I'm just waiting for you to hit the buttons. You got 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 your questions. All right, let's do it. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> yeah, it's the game where I quiz Donna on Millennial things and Steve on Gen X things, and they play along with some people. Supposedly somebody's over there. I can't see yes. this person. Yeah, so he's on the mic between us. Uh, I'm not we've sure which got one that is. You DJ hit, hit Brian Lansing in the building. Uh, let's try this There one. we go, try Mike that. 5. I am here. I am yeah. here, Rocco. Hi. Uh, tell everybody your age so that we know that you're a legal millennial. Brian. I am a legal 37-year-old millennial, so probably the older millennial, right? Yeah, we're not the younger. perfect. We skew yeah. older, but that's really great. Uh, and so he's here. He's just shadowing us. He's learning at the feet of Donna Valentine today. Oh, and yeah, so okay. he's uh, watching us do a little radio show. So we have a millennial 
here in studio. Did we get a brisk walker on the phone? Uh, yes, he's a brisk painter. He uh, <gasps> he was born in Australia. He lives in Canada. He's Daniel. <laughs> Danny. Hi, Daniel. How are you? We're Daniel, good. we're doing great. Uh, you know, now that you're my lifeline, I don't know if I know this about you, Daniel, or not. Daniel, uh, the painter who lives in Canada, how old are you? Is it okay for me to ask? You should take a guess, Steve. I'd love to. Based on the sound of your voice, you sound awesome. That We all know with your accent. I'm going to go with you being 51 years young. 47 and a half as from yesterday. And a half. Oh, I love oh, it. Oh, happy half birthday. Okay. Woo, yes, Daniel. tell Becca and, we said hi. And I'm with you with acapella. I just cannot do it. Okay, <laughs> I am clearly not alone here, and we respect oh, the vocal prowess I, of these acapella members. I but honestly get the shivers every time I hear it. Yeah, it just sometimes, it's a fine line between really moving and powerful All right, and you cheesy. two, get a room. Whatever. All right, let's okay. go. All right, stand um, by. All right, me and Brian, uh, Steve and Daniel, and here's how it works, just so you both know that we can only call on you one time out of three questions. Right. So you guys have to just... No in-room cheating here, Brian, yeah, either. Exactly. Only, only if None. she calls on you, okay? All right, yeah. Steve, you should go first. I'd love to go first. Okay. Rocco, do you mind if I spin the wheel? I think you should. Lifestyle. <laughs> Ooh, lifestyle. Wow, right off yes. the bat. That never comes up. Let's go. What happened? Um, one of the best... Uh, no, that's the other one. In 1989, she was listed in the Guinness Book of World Records for having a book on the New York Times bestseller list... For the most consecutive weeks of any other author, 381 consecutive weeks at that time. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to list some books by this woman. According to Goodreads.com, these are her best books. Palomino, The Promise, Once in a Lifetime, Happy Birthday. I'm even going to throw in Safe Harbor. Can you name Safe Harbor. that best-selling author? I'm not going to go to my lifeline early because strategically I don't like to do that. Strategery. Here's why I'm nervous. I'm going to say a name, the only name that is coming to my mind, and I don't know if I am actually saying the female equivalent of what would otherwise be a male name, and I'm confusing it, or if this is in fact a female author. That notwithstanding, I won't even know if either of these answers are right. I'm going to go with Danielle Steel, final answer. Yeah, yes. Daniel oh Steele. Oh my I God, was thinking, amazing. wait a second, Daniel Steele, unbelievable. Danielle, that's amazing. Wow. Okay. okay. That was a total guess. Mm, no. Ne- those are uh, like vacation by the pool, romantic. Wow. Yeah, no. Uh, okay, Donna. All right, big money, big, big money. Here I go. Music. Oh, why? That's how it works. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think a couple weeks ago we talked about how uh, the song of the summer in 1998 was The Boy Is Mine. Mm-hmm. What was it? Brandy and, and another, uh, another uh, one. Uh, woman, and the other woman. person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the song that knocked that one off the top of the charts later in the summer of 98 was a song written by Diane Warren and sung by song. a classic rock band. For the movie Armageddon, can you name it? I can name the band. Okay, that's the start. But not a complete answer. 
Well, I'm pretty sure it's Aerosmith. I don't wanna miss you, babe, and I don't wanna miss a thing. Yeah, I mean, I really good. Okay, oh, great. Oh, I almost oh. called on Brian for confirmation, but okay. All right, <laughs> he was great. giving you nonverbal confidence. Interesting. Okay, okay. Written by Diane Warren. Who yes. She's a great songwriter. It says uh, she thought she was writing it for like Celine Dion, but hey, Aerosmith took it to the oh. top. Okay. okay. Uh, Steven right. Tyler, by the way, doing doing pretty good from what we hear. There were some rumors that he wasn't doing well. In rehab? Yeah, he might be out. He might be out now. Meanwhile, Bam Margera, not doing well at all. <laughs> out of rehab, and there's video of him today on TMZ, like really... Plaster. Oh, it's really no. sad. Yeah, it's really sad. Jeez. Oh, I, 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 for every time you bring up he's doing okay, I honestly think you're talking about he's in uh, inpatient foot surgery. Oh, Aerosmith, yeah. Steven, Steven Tyler, Tyler. rude. Leave uh, his feet alone. Stop foot shaming him. Yeah, yeah man. He's an overcomer. Okay. Um, Who goes? Steve? I go, growl. Movies. Movies. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. The number one movie of the summer of 83 was Return of the Jedi. Until it wasn't. Until it was knocked out of the top of the charts by the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. What's the name of that sequel? Saturday Night Fever. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know that this was a sequel movie. Want to go Saturday Night Fever too? No, that's not right. What was the year? Eighty-three. Eighty-three sequel to Saturday Night Fever. We will go to the Australian wonder who can paint trim like it's his day job. Daniel the painter. <laughs> Daniel, any idea on the Saturday Night Fever sequel? Not a clue, man. Oh man! Oh. It had a soundtrack song by. Uh, birthday boy, uh, Sly Stallone's brother, Frank Stallone. Oh, no. I'm even going to play Can Brian that. and I try to steal for fun? Sure. Any ideas? No idea. Oh, shoot. Me either. Rocco, give Daniel and I a hint. Just for um, The name of the movie You're not comes from the lyrics to the big song from Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, oh, crap. Uh, oh, Staying oh. Alive. Staying no. Alive. Yes. Stay Dang alive. it, Daniel. Crap. Zero points for you. I nearly said the F word. Oh, oh Daniel, good. please don't. Just don't say You I can say it in what, Canadian. We'll be, yeah, be fine. Canadian radio and Australian radio, it's probably welcomed. <laughs> but remember, you're in the these United States of America. All right. Okay, well, that was fun. Um, Donna's gonna spin that wheel now. It goes like I nearly said the F word. I like that. You sound cool. Lifestyle, lifestyle, Donna. Okay. Another book question. Oh no. Um, uh, the one of the best-selling books of 1998 was a self-help book, oh. subtitled "An Amazing Way to Deal with Change in Your Work and in Your Life." The author was Spencer Johnson. I'm ordering it for her now. <laughs> Name that book. Oh, no. Hmm? Um, okay, okay, okay. 
Well, I was going to go with like everything I need to know I learned in kindergarten, but that's not right. What was the subtitle again? Subtitle was an amazing way to deal with change in your work and in your life. I bet I'm going to know it when you say it. I'm just going to take the hit. I don't have any idea. And you haven't used your lifeline yet? You're hanging on to him. I don't Forget. believe that he's going to know it. Okay. <laughs> that is a good gut feeling. I bet I you Steve knows it. Um, he's a self-help it guru. Out of the maze? Uh, close. Oh, the cheese. The it's, cheese yeah. what one. Is it? What is uh, it? The cheese gets the, oh. Who moved my cheese? Yes. Who moved my cheese? Who moved my cheese? An amazing way to deal with change in your work and in your life. All right. That's zero close. Oh, boy. All right. So it's one to one. Yep. And now we're going to spin the wheel. Donna's got her lifeline. I don't. Yep. I'm spinning. Hi, 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 hi. Music. Uh, the number one song in July of 83 came from the album Synchronicity. And it was written and sung by a man whose real name was Gordon Sumner. What better name do we know Gordon Sumner by? Hang on a second. I know this. And I just need to make sure I get it. Synchronicity, son of a... Okay, is this bald guy... This is not Jamiroquai, I don't think. Synchronicity. Oh, shizzle. Is this bald shizzle. guy? I would like... I might submit that as an answer for a half a point. Bald guy. Is it bald guy? Oh, come on. It's like a one-word name. <laughs> Cleo. Kymie. Cleo. Uh, come Please. on. Furby. No, wait. I'm getting close. How much time are you going to give him? Hey, Donna, come on. It's Furby. Fernie. Don't you give him one hint, Rocco. Furby. Fernie. Forky. Furby. <laughs> Fernie. Here, and now this song. From Hermie. <laughs> Furby. Furby. Um, it does. Don't you okay. say a word. Yes, yeah, say Rocco. a word, Rocco. No. Let your heart guide Five. you. Five. You are right Four. that it's a one named man. Three. Finny. Furby. Two. Jeremy. Lurmy. Furmy. Dermy. Nermy. Lurmy. Kermy. Furmy. Furby. The sting, song. You dummy. Uh, yes, sting. The song we were looking for <laughs> went like this. Yes. Sting is. Sumner. I should have known this from Only Murders in the Building. That's true. So it's uh, one to one. Donna's got a chance to I, win wait. this. Yes. Who am I thinking of? Um, well, no, you were thinking, thinking about Jamiroquai or something. Not Jamiroquai. Think. Furby. Bald guy. Forky. I'm Bald gonna look guy. him up. I'm gonna look him up. Oh, Stay you're on. thinking of like the not the Beck guy. He's like a DJ. Yes. Kind of guy. Yeah. Bald Furby. Oh, Moby. 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 <laughs> half credit, half a point. All right, Donna, go ahead. All right, all right. Oh, it's going to be me and Brian. Good. We're going to oh, use it right off the bat. We got to go. Uh, I think it's okay. this. Big money. Movies. Movies. Okay. Um, Rex Harrison played this character in 1967. Robert Downey played him in 2020. But for the purposes of this millennial question... In 1998, Eddie Murphy played him. Name that movie title character. I'm going to my lifeline. Okay. We're going to talk it out here real quick. Okay. Maybe uh, Dr. Doolittle? Ooh. That's that's what I'm thinking, Dr. Doolittle. Did Eddie Murphy play Dr. Doolittle? Yeah, didn't he? Was it Eddie Murphy? I believe so. 
Eddie Murphy final. Hey! Hey! Breaking right. hearts. Daniel doesn't oh, win a t-shirt. Man. I bet you Daniel for sure just said the F word. <laughs> oh, sorry, Daniel. Especially with Sting, you were killing me. Oh, I know. That was a brutal moment. A brutal oh, moment. Harvey I'm going to listen to some. I'm like, like and the in the duck. Oh, in the building. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Oh, hey, Donna. The one and only DJ Rock. <laughs> clomp, clomp, clomp. Um, I had no idea that she made this much money, but I'm starting to realize that a lot of these artists, mm. famous people, mostly musicians, singers, they're making most of their money on Tons. endorsements. Oh, yeah. And product lines. And just gobs of money. Yeah. Yeah, Rihanna is now uh, the richest self-made, well, one of the... She's the youngest. Amer- youngest yeah. billionaire. Crazy. On Forbes' list of the richest self-made women in America. You might She's be thinking, 34, 1.4 bill. And the Kylie Jenner billionaire headline from a couple years ago wasn't accurate. Mm-hmm. So if it's like, wait, Kylie Jenner's... Only, I think Kylie Jenner's only, I don't know, 21 or something like that. But... yeah. Yeah, that didn't exactly, um, it didn't, 24 didn't cash out in the end. But yeah, right. Rihanna, 1.4 billion. This is from that Fenty? Fendi? Yes, Fenty? yes. She's got that whole line, um, you know, and Kim Kardashian's got so many product lines, her skims. Kylie Jenner, of course, has her whole lip thing, her what makeup are, stuff. The most startling thing I found in this, and startling just because I thought, really, that's how rich? Kim Kardashian is three times richer than Kylie Jenner. So Kylie, they have her as a a net worth of six hundred million, and Kim K, they have at one point eight billion. Wow, that is Kim K isn't too far behind Oprah. Oprah's at two point six billion. Wow. Rihanna, uh, one point four billion. Kylie, like we said, six hundred. Some other names on the list: Madonna. Mm-hmm. In at number forty-seven on the Forbes list at five hundred and seventy-five million. Judge Judy, we almost had her former TV bailiff on the show once. He stood us up. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, Judge Judy, four hundred and eighty million dollars net worth. That's wow, Celine is right behind her with four seventy. Reese Witherspoon. Now she is making all her money from her production company. Mm-hmm. Four hundred and thirty million dollars. Unbelievable. Dolly, three seventy-five. Guys, Judge Judy is worth more than Beyonce and Celine Dion and Reese Witherspoon. And I, the, the list now reads this. Who is Judge Judy richer than? Celine, Beyonce, Reese, Barbra Streisand, the aforementioned Danielle Steele, Ellen DeGeneres, Dolly Parton, Serena Williams. I love Williams. Steele is on there. Um, here's what's really interesting to me. Our list starts, oh, it's just random. There's no like one, two, three, four, five. It goes number 10, number 16, number 21, number 41. I have a feeling that's because... People of note. Number one is Diane Hendricks. Never heard of her. She made her money in roofing. This is true. Wow. Number two is Judy Faulkner. 6.7 billion. She's 78 and made her money in healthcare software. The Judys are killing it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And then Judy Love is next. 5.2 billion. Gas stations. 
That's a that's why you and I wanted to get into gumball machines and vending machines, uh, right? So we could make what was it four hundred dollars a month? A month chopped up, <laughs> chopped up two ways, and I don't even know if that's factoring in overhead. <laughs> but if we get enough of them, Donna, and they're all over the place, and what if it was Donna and Steve's vending machines? Like we would brand it so you knew this isn't just your standard vending machine. It's a Donna and Steve vending machine. Yes. And then we could put in the vending machines all the things that yeah. we think should be in a vending machine. Lamb shanks. Pantyhose. <laughs> Etc. Did you say lamb shanks? Yes. But that's the thing. You don't know. You can get all sorts of goods there. We Nail have a... polish. You know? I Like things that when you're on the run, you're like, oh, no, I have a run in my pantyhose. Yeah, You could go, oh, I'll just stop at the gas station and... Lighters. Get a pair in the vin- Yes, lighters, matches. Rubber mulch. Okay. It's going to be a tougher sell, I think. You know, just little things like that. Mascara. Baseballs. Oh, okay. Headphones, which they already do, but. Rocco, <sighs> you can take your bullcrap lobster stuff with you because Don and I have just started. Stream of consciousness, and mm-hmm. I think it all checked out with what we're talking new about. business model. Yeah. Lamb shanks and pantyhose coming at you on the morning show in St. Louis. <laughs> oh! <laughs> hey, everybody. Here we go. Here Good they are, Steve. Good morning. It's us, Lamb Shanks. And- Good morning. It is Lamb Shanks and pantyhose. Pantyhose has your update on last night's storm coming through. Thanks for listening. Lamb shakes. <laughs> yeah, you never know with lamb shakes. He'll do anything, oh, man. Oh, God. You know, we got to... Uh, he'll do anything. Lamb shakes and pantyhose. Oh. He's like the stunt boy that we send out every day. Oh, my God. You guys, we have to, do we have to remind people of anything? Crap, you bet your bottom dollar. We were supposed to do it a while ago. Yeah, well... Tell them, Donna. Yeah, you know the stuff. Cat Video Festival is coming up. August 4th. Tickets going on sale really soon. Get him today. Keyword cat. All right. All right. David at First Equity, I'm sure, is helping us out with oh, that. Oh, yes. He always does. Always does. Did yes. you guys know this is, I could break some news here. We're we're doing a live broadcast next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you coming? Out. I'd probably be back here, but who knows, you know? We're going to be at Livia, right? Yes. In Edina. In Edina. Come and see us. Yes. Steve Tuesday and I are very 12th. excited because that's our side of town. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. That's going to be fantastic. So, yes, yeah. we will be there. Uh, also, don't forget, we have new listener rewards. In the month of July, you could win a $250 gift card to Abbott Paint and Carpet, plus gift cards for gas from Quick Trip, a meal from Crispin Green, tickets to Cat Video Festival, and more. All of it can be found in Listener Rewards on the app or at mytalk1071.com. All right. Now, uh, I'm wondering if we should go get some lamb shanks. Oh, man. <laughs> I got my pantyhose on last party. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to get out of here. What's for lunch, Rocco? I don't know, sorry. Great All right. Fun. Everybody, enjoy your lunch. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. I'll probably join them for uh, blind items. You're a giver. 1230. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We love you.